You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. Welcome back to another episode where you're going to hear an interview with a very interesting man. His name is Brad Lee, and he talks about sales training closing the deal, how to win in life, and even how to win with women. That's not his specific niche. He works more in sales and business and entrepreneurship. But I found him on TikTok. And funny enough, TikTok is not even one of his biggest platforms. He's got a massive podcast, a big YouTube channel. But I found him on TikTok and I thought, wow, this guy's got really good stuff. I want to talk to him. I want to have him here on the How to Talk to Girls podcast because I think he's going to have some really good advice for our listeners. And let me tell you something, I was right because he does. So that's what we're talking about today, how to win with women and life. And what's cool is we're going to go deep. We're going to talk about self-esteem and confidence. We're going to talk about how to look at rejection. We're going to discuss what it means to be able to deal with loss and perseverance. All really good things that are going to help you a ton. And you're going to hear how you can listen to him on his podcast and where to find him. All that information, as always, per usual, is in the show notes. So you can check out those show notes, click on those links, and find out more about Brad and, of course, all the other things. He did say, which is funny enough, at the end of the podcast that uh, he knows I have a YouTube channel. He said, guys, should we check out your YouTube channel trip? I said, you know what? You're right. And I actually don't talk about that enough. But did you know that I have a YouTube channel? I have a lot of guys that apply for coaching because they find me on the podcast and they say to me, I didn't even know you had a YouTube channel, but I do. And there's a lot there, almost 1,100 videos, maybe even more at this point. I don't really check too often, but last time I checked, it was over 1,000. So what does that mean? A lot of great information, techniques, and tips for you on dating and meeting women. So you can check out those along with listening to all the episodes and the bi-weekly podcast episodes. If you feel that rejection is really hard for you, if you feel that you have a large lack of confidence in your life and you still are yearning to meet women, even though you feel this shyness or lack of confidence or just inability to meet women, well, let me tell you something, there is help for you. All you have to do is go to a little website called coachedbytrip.com. And coachedbytrip.com is where you can go to apply to work with me. So what happens is when you go to that website, you'll see all the way at the bottom there, uh, or even towards the middle, I guess, it's not that big of a website. There's all these testimonials on guys who have done coaching with me. And what's cool is you're going to see how they have gotten results in the program so you can see if it works for you. And then click on that green button, apply, and then you and I will hop on a phone call and see if coaching is a good fit for you and hopefully get you into the program. So go ahead and do that. If you think you need help, go to coachedbytrip.com. And now let's get into my interview with Brad Lee. All right, I'm here with Brad Lee. What's going on, Brad? Good to have you on the podcast, man. Man, thanks for having me, Trip. Of course. So, Brad, you have an interesting story, and I want to hear it, and the guys want to hear it. You're a big-time entrepreneur. You do a lot in the software space. You uh, have a really a lot of great advice on, on closing, on sales, even a few TikToks on, on women. And I thought, we just got to have this guy on because I feel like we're going to get some knowledge bombs, which... Uh, which is what you're dropping bombs is the podcast that you have. So I'm like, you know what? This is this is just perfect. So good to have you here. Why don't you tell us your story and how you got started and everything that you do and and who you are exactly? 
Well, thanks, buddy. I, you know, I have done well with the ladies in my life. I've got seven kids from four women. Now that does sound a little bit trashy. However, I can explain. All kidding. And then, by the way, I'm not kidding, but all kidding aside, uh, I'm an entrepreneur, man. I came out of the Pacific Northwest from a blue collar family, did a lot of personal development over the last 20 years. So, you know, I, I like to drop that knowledge for people on the journey coming up and trying to make it and build successful businesses. And a lot of times, you know, sales relates to to dating. So I, I see the correlation. So I'm yes. glad you found me on TikTok. I appreciate that and uh, wanted me on here. I want to talk about anything you want to talk about, but specifically how to talk to girls. Okay. Well, good, good. That is the name of the podcast. So that definitely helps. So were you at all ever a shy guy or unconfident or do you feel like you always kind of had that? You know, I didn't always have it, but uh, I had it from a fairly young age. And I think, you know, inherently I knew how to talk to girls. I mean, you know, when I was younger, I, about six years old, I used to lie a lot and that lying got me in trouble and it made me very unpopular. I had to move towns, complete towns to start over with a clean slate. And when I started over with a clean slate, I told myself, I'm going to just own who I am and be real. And, and if someone doesn't like that, I don't care. I'm just going to keep it real. And I think from that point forward, it helped everything. I think guys that, you know, want to come up with a bunch of lines and cheese ball shit uh, when talking to girls, I think it hurts them in the long run, especially if you meet one that you really like and you just BS them. You know what I mean? Now, what are you going to do? Right. Then you're screwed. Yeah. But, Not you literally. know. My whole life, you know, I've been I've been great at sales and closing when I was six years old. You know, I got handed a bunch of candy bars to go sell door to door, you know, when they used to give you candy bars back in school. And so I went out and knocked on a few doors and very quickly realized I had to develop a pitch, a spiel. So I knocked on the door, held the candy bars behind my back and said, hey, do you have the phone number to a good roof repairman? And they'd say, what? And I'd say, because when you taste one of these, you're going to go through the roof. And man, the People just started buying box after box. After box. <laughs> well, well, that's interesting. So that is a line. That, that is, is a line. line. That is a line. But what that one worked. Well, that is a line, and I can tell you, I, I've I've had a lot of lines work. So, but they're not cheese ball lines. They're real. Like for example, the best line I think I've ever come up with in my life. Uh, it landed me a girl that I almost married. Turned out that I didn't. But, but the line was very simple. Here's what happened. So I roll up. Someone said, man, you've got to see this girl. She is so incredibly beautiful. She's out in the service drive. So I'm like, I'll be the judge of that. So I walk out there and sure enough, there was a girl out there that was just unbelievably gorgeous. And you don't see just drop dead gorgeous girls every day. So I said, man, I have to at least go over there. So I went over there and started talking to her. She told me she had a boyfriend. I said, oh, okay. Well, um, let me ask you a question. What'd you have for dinner last night? She said, pasta. And I said, what'd you have the night before? She said, chicken. I said, why didn't you have pasta? And she said, well, why would I have pasta every night? And I said, exactly. Call me when you're, when you don't have a boyfriend or when you're tired of pasta. <laughs> and, and literally, you know, three days later she called. And now I put that little clip on Facebook and I got millions of views, but millions of haters and millions of comments. Of you scumbag. Like, listen, folks, I didn't know the boyfriend and, and, you know, I was just putting my bid in, you know, should it not work out? And guess what? That is completely, I think, fair. Now, again, she had a boyfriend. Great. Call me if you ever don't. There's nothing wrong with that. Now, in my opinion, the reason why a lot of guys don't, you know, get enough girls or, or, or whatever the case may be is because they don't talk to him to, to enough. 
Like the more hands you shake, the more money you make. That's the same with women. You know, you have to literally approach and ask out a, a, more girls if you want more girls. Would you agree? A hundred percent. And I talk about that every probably third or fourth episode. Yeah, well, everybody's afraid. You know why they're afraid, Trip? Because they're worried about what happens if she says no. What happens if she thinks I'm a jerk off? Well, guys, pay attention to something. The worst thing that can happen is the same thing that's already happened. You don't know her and you don't have her. That's the worst thing that can happen. So literally, if you approach a girl and she shoots you down, you're in the same boat as before. Yeah. But if you approach a girl and she and she shoots you down, you're getting more experience. You're getting more confident. And I think over time, you're going to get more experience by doing that. You have to approach girls and smile. Now, my, when I said being real trip, the way I approached girls, it was very simple. I, I, I walked up to them and I said, excuse me. And they'd look at me, obviously, and, and, and see who was about to bother them. And I would say, listen, I saw you from across the room and I just wanted to not miss the opportunity to at least introduce myself. My name's Brad. And then I just hold out my hand and I never had one not give me your name ever. Nobody thought it was a cheesy line. Nobody thought anything. Now I've walked up to girls and tried to throw out cheesy lines before. And I've had people shoot me down with the cheese lines, you know, like, you know, did you, did your ankles hurt? Because it looks like you fell from heaven and all these little cheese ball lines. The only line that never failed was the honest one. And the honest line was very simple. I didn't want to let this opportunity go by without at least introducing myself. My name's Brad. What's yours? And as soon as they heard that, they'd reach out their hand, shake my hand. And you can kind of tell when they start to smile or, you know, look at you and give you their name. Now you better be a little bit quick on your feet and start to have conversation. You see, this is what brought you on here. I saw a TikTok video of you talking about that line. And I thought that is a great line. That is a great line to say to a woman if you ever want to go up and introduce yourself. I have something kind of similar, not exactly. I tell guys, you know, just go up and say, hey, two seconds, I wanted to come meet you. But I like that you add that little part in there, right? So say that, say it one more time. I would just walk up and say, excuse me, I didn't want to let the opportunity slip by without at least introducing myself. Right, without at least introducing myself. That's great. Yeah, because like if you see somebody in person, that's an opportunity. Okay. And it's an opportunity to introduce yourself. And that's what I meant by, I don't like cheese ball lines, even though that's not a line, it's just the truth. So I would roll up and I would say, excuse me, I wanted to, you know, take this opportunity to introduce myself or not miss it. So as it evolved, it became finally to a point where I'd say, look, I saw you across the room and I wanted to take this opportunity to at least introduce myself. My name's Brad. And as soon as I said that, The handshake was happening and they were giving me their name. That's the beginning. That's the icebreaker. Now that they're in the conversation, again, you better learn how to sell clothes and influence people, which everybody has the ability to do to continue the conversation. But to break the ice, I think, is the most important thing. Most people are so afraid to break the ice that they never meet enough people. Yeah, absolutely. And you definitely need those numbers. And I was going to say something earlier about that. It's like if you're in sales, right? So if you're going door to door, and you're selling whatever it is, candy bars, you know, you're probably going back to, you know, the office or wherever, and you're talking about the wins, like, okay, I, you know, I sold, you know, uh, 30 candy bars today. And you're probably excited about that, or you're probably just thinking like, all right, you know, maybe it's not the exact numbers I want, but I got to get those up there, but it's a start. And I think that it should be the same for approaching and meeting women. It's like, you're going up to a bunch of women. And I tell guys, because they're not usually approaching women, because 
it is scary to approach women. I say, you're going to be more excited about those few numbers you got than the eight rejections you got, right? If you do approach 10 women, eight reject you, two give you the numbers, you're going to be excited about that. So it's like, give yourself the opportunity, just kind of like what you're saying there with that, with that honest line, give yourself the opportunity for that to happen. And you're going to be, you're going to be excited when you get that, that win, so to speak. And you will get it and you will get the win. Right. Exactly. If you're, if you're at least going and you're trying to make it happen. And I tell guys that, uh, the, the numbers game is real and, and be okay with that. You know, I feel like some people be like, oh God, it's a, it's a real numbers game. You gotta, you gotta approach a lot. Well, that's everything in life. You know, you're talking about that in sales. I mean, anywhere you're going to have to put in effort and it's not going to work out a hundred percent of the time, but it's going to work out some of the time. And that's only with trying and, and going after it. Right. Hundred percent. And what's what's crazy is, folks, you have nothing to lose. If someone says no, beat off, jerk. Guess what? <laughs> You're in the same position you were before you said anything. It, plus, you get the experience and you start to break down that nervousness. But at the end of the day, man, confidence is massively important. I think I think when you talk to girls, the more confident you are, the better. Not arrogant, confident, certain, sure. Uh, you know. Confidence is a massive, massive advantage. What do you think the difference between confidence and arrogance is? I think arrogance is when people have to tell everyone how great they are, and confidence is when they all when they don't have to tell everyone. Like to me, a lot of guys, the reason why they won't approach a girl and talk to him in the first place is because they don't value themselves. You know, they're not even aware of it. It's a subconscious thing, but they literally do not value what they bring to a relationship, which is why they're so nervous. You know, who am I? You know, what what can I bring? You know, oh my God, she's so beautiful. Well, you know, what if she says no? It's because they don't value themselves. They don't value what they're bringing to the table. So they assume rejection almost in a sense. Or they're worried about what that girl thinks. I mean, there's no girl on the planet earth that I believe is so, you know, valuable that my opinion means nothing period so so when i approach a girl i don't care who it is i don't care if it's the most beautiful girl on the planet guess what i can bring value to her life she is just as lucky to meet me as i am her do you find that similar or in in parallel to when you did sales training and you're training people to feel confident in what they're selling or feel that what they're selling is valuable 100 percent if you if you're selling something you don't believe in, you shouldn't be selling it. And not and not only that, when I'm teaching people how to close and persuade and influence people, I'm teaching them one important factor. Relationships is the new economy. Like every dime you'll ever receive will be derived from a relationship. So you better get good at making them. The more hands you shake, the more money you make. So now that we've all agreed that relationships are the most important thing you can get into and master. The first relationship is the one you have with yourself. You have to have that confidence. If you're selling a product you don't believe in, you're not going to do very well. And if you do, it's only going to last so long until your conscious either eats you up or, you know, you're, you're exposed as a fraud. And by the way, with, with, uh, you know, social media, the way it is guys, you better start becoming ethical. Like, you know, if I taught you how to quote unquote, close a girl on going out with you, it's not going to last if you're not a good ethical individual or, you know, and just like all deals aren't always like all deals aren't closable. At the end of the day, sometimes you're just not a match and that's okay if you value yourself. You know, when I used to break up with girls, I would think trip, I would think I will never get another girl this good ever. And I would be heartbroken and I would do anything to get them back, you know, and that's because I didn't value myself. 
and and you get to a point where you do value yourself, but that means you're ethical and you're a good person. And then when and then if and when you break up, you're wishing them well and you're hoping that they find everything that that they want out of life. You just happen to not be that, and that's okay, right? You'll you'll think that's okay. I'm not everything she's looking for, you know. And and you just feel different with that confidence, but it starts with building a relationship with yourself and valuing yourself. And most people, they just don't value themselves, male and female, by the way. Do you have any advice for guys who are trying to get to that point where they are valuing themselves? Yeah. You know, I'll tell you what, here's, here's what I call the sacred six, the sacred six. Okay. The first thing you have to do is forgive yourself, forgive yourself for all the crap you pulled on yourself and others. You know, we've, it, when we're younger, especially talked crap to people, lied, procrastinated, cheated, you know, used girls, you know, and believe it or not, that stuff was recorded in our subconscious and throughout life, society teaches us whether that's good or bad. You know, if you've, if you, you know, banged a girl and didn't call her, right. You already know that that's, you know, looked down upon and, oh, you should be ashamed. And over the years, we just build this up and we, we aren't aware of it. So the first thing we need to do is wipe the slate clean and forgive ourselves. That's step one. You forgive yourself for everything you've ever done to anyone, including yourself. And you agree that you have a clean slate. Step two, you commit to do what you say you're going to do from that day forward. If that gives you anxiety, just remember you're the one that gets to agree. So don't worry so much. Just don't agree to so much. At the end of the day, you have to commit to do what you say you're going to do. Step three, you need to start racking up the wins. You need the memory of winning. Confidence is really just the memory of winning. So you need to win a lot instead of lose a lot. Most people don't realize that we lose a lot. We lose every day, all day when we set a goal and we miss it. When we say we're going to start something on Monday and we don't. So we have to rack up the wins by, by bringing down the goals a little bit. Have you ever heard that? Like, can you eat one less French fry today? Can you, can you, can you spend one more minute on the treadmill? Can you make one more phone call? Can you introduce yourself to one more girl? You know, whatever your goals are, lower the goal a little bit and then commit to do what you say you're going to do before you go to bed. Make sure that you do those five or 10 things every day and you'll start racking up the wins. A win is a win, my man. You know, if I tell you, my goal is a million dollars and I come in at 900. Most people would say, well, that's still a win. That's not a win. That's a loss. It's win or loss. It's not big win, little win. It's win or loss. And the mind knows the difference between a W and an L. So you have to stop the L's and rack up the wins so you feel like a winner. And then what will happen is after about two or three months of this, you're going to start walking taller, feeling like you deserve more. And then what happens is people will start opening their mouth and exposing themselves as what I call haters. So you have to get around the right people. It's so important that you're around real people and and, and true winners and, and other people with like mind uh, goals, etc. So you want to weed out the idiots. And you'll notice them because when you start to feel like you deserve a little bit more, you start hitting the gym, you start feeling a little bit better about yourself, you start wanting more, you start acting a little bit different. Those people will want you to go back to the old you. And so you, you want to eliminate those people and you want to start hanging around, you know, people that are reaching, people that are better. So just watch your circle, weed your garden. And then step five, you have to figure out what it looks like and and visualize it on a regular basis. So whether you want to be in shape or you want to be some you know confident individual with millions of dollars, whatever it is, you have to figure out what that is because people don't realize it's it's harder to figure out what you want than to actually get it. But in order to get it, you have to see it. See, most people say, I, I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. You'll see it when you believe it. See the difference? 
So you have to visualize and map out exactly where you're going on a daily basis. And then every day, pick up a book and start learning things and start getting new information. Because if you want to change what you're getting, you have to change what you're doing. And in order to change what you're doing, you have to change what you believe. And the only way to change your beliefs is to get new information. So I would make that happen on a regular basis. So those six things, forgive yourself, commit to do what you say you're going to do, rack up the wins, weed out the idiots, visualize and map out where you're going, and then seek new information on a daily basis. You do that for 90 to 120 days, you'll start to value yourself way more than you do today. And you'll start to realize just from the small progress that you've made in that two or three month period that the rest of this thing called life is easy if you believe in yourself and you just keep working on that. Pretty soon you'll be a freaking confident machine. Oh yeah. I mean, that's really that formula right there, that step-by-step process is definitely a way to get you to be a rock star. And it it sounds so similar to what I talk about with this idea of self-esteem. How do you build self-esteem? Well, two ways. One, keeping the promises that you make to yourself, which is just said in another way that you just described it, right? It's like, accomplishing goals, getting those wins. And the second thing is your peer group, surrounding yourself by people who are doing good things, who are also trying to win because we are so affected by the people that we surround ourselves with. I'm curious, if there's any guys listening right now who want to have more friends that are you know, trying to be winners or trying to win, like, do you have any advice for guys who are trying to find like-minded friends like that? Well, yeah, I mean, you know, where do where do the people that you want to be like hang out? That's the only thing you ask yourself, and then you hang out. You know, people ask me all the time because I have a lot of clients that are big names, and I'm hanging out with a lot of these big influential people a lot. And you know what they say? They say, "Brad, how do you how do you get around all these influential people?" And I said, "You become one. You know, start having an opinion, start speaking up, start saying what you believe, stop worrying about what everybody thinks, start posting on social media, start a YouTube channel, start an Instagram. You know, if your Instagram's on private, you're an idiot. Okay. It's called social media for a reason. Having a, having your, your, your Instagram account on private is the equivalent of me flipping you off when you introduce yourself, like none of your business. That's who I am. You know? And again, if there's people like, well, I don't want people seeing my private life why not? What's wrong with it? What's the problem? You know, it's just none of their business. Folks, if you are that private of an individual, start a private account just for like, you know, your secret life, I guess. But if you're looking to meet people and you're looking to hang out with influential people, you're going to be judged. Okay. You want to be, you want to look as good as you can at all times. You want to understand that, listen, folks, nobody wants to be around some negative private weird recluse. It just doesn't happen. So you want to you want to literally be outgoing and positive. Listen to this trip. Here's what I tell people. I call it the million dollar morning. Every day I wake up, I I trained myself to be grateful. Okay, gratitude is massive. Now, if I just handed you 10 million dollars trip, would you be pumped up for a little while? Sure. No strings attached, 10 million dollars cash, go spend it however you want. Would you be fired up and excited for the day at least? I would be, yeah. Okay, now let me ask you an honest question. Would you take $10 million if you knew you couldn't wake up anymore? Uh, definitely not. Okay, so every day you wake up is worth more than $10 million, yet you don't wake up enthusiastic and fired up, do you? No, yeah, well, it depends, but yeah, I get what you're saying. Right, so why don't why don't people train themselves to be grateful that, that they just simply woke up? So that's why I call it the million-dollar morning, because waking up is worth more than a million dollars. We get to do it every single day if we're lucky, and from that perspective— problems become opportunities. 
And now you're excited to figure out how to pay rent. You're excited that you get to go find another girlfriend. You get, you're, you're excited to go get another job or start another company. You know, failure's not that big of a deal anymore because when you really think about it, man, you got to wake up, bro. That makes it a great day. The question is, is how much better will it get? So you do that. And then if I were you, I would focus on my health. Why? Because if your health's gone, man, everything's gone. Nobody's thinking about getting a girlfriend when they're throwing up all day or they've got some sort of terminal problem. You know, take care of yourself. Not only that, if you really want to find women or talk to women, guys, women appreciate guys who take care of themselves. If you don't believe me, you're full of shit. Okay. If if some girl's telling you they don't care, they don't care. Trust me, they do care. They just don't want to tell you. Just like when, when, When my wife says, you don't have to get me anything for my birthday. She doesn't mean that, okay? She wants me to go figure out something to get her. So at the end of the day, folks, when you're talking to girls and they say, well, oh, they don't care what people look like. Yes, they do. Go get your, brush your teeth, you know, fix your hair. And by the way, it doesn't matter. It could be a mohawk. Just make sure that the version of you is the best damn version in your opinion, not everybody else's. Don't worry about their opinion. Worry about your opinion. When you look in the mirror, is that the best version of you? Yes or no? If the answer is no, fix it. Okay. But every single morning you wake up with that gratitude, you focus on your health by getting your blood pumping, man. Elevate your heart rate. That's it. And then number two, remember that relationships are the new economy. Write down five to 10 names of somebody you want to reach out to that day and just tell them you love them, you appreciate them, you miss them, you value them, something positive every single day. So you're not one of those people that only call or reach out when you need something. Step three, you want to freaking focus on five that drive, five, I call it five that drive revenue. Okay. What can you do today that will drive revenue? Because money is important folks. And you can be mad at the world all you want when people say, you know, oh, you just want money. Guess what folks? Money is required in this society because if you want to reach your full potential, you're going to need access to things gym memberships, the latest technology, the latest healthcare, the, you know, the teeth whitening, you know, all the crap that this society affords, you want to take advantage of to reach your potential culture, travel, you know, luxury items, things of that nature. So money's important, man. So every single day you want to focus on five things that are going to drive revenue that day that you're going to do before you go to bed. And then the fourth one is learn something every day. It's that seek knowledge. But folks, I can promise you one thing, man. You got to have a a, a vision. You have to have a passionate goal. In other words, if you really want to turn a girl on, you have to have something beyond her. Like, in other words, a guy that has a hobby that they're passionate about or or a mission in life, and that mission is more important than any female on the planet, that guy will be more attractive to the females than the one that's sitting there serving the female. Trip, what do you think about that? I mean, that last one's 100%. Yeah, that's like the, the, the difference between chasing women and having women chase you. It's like women don't want to know that they're the biggest thing in your life. They may say that. This is why it's tough sometimes to get advice from women because they don't, in terms of dating, because they don't necessarily know why they do the things they do in terms of this stuff. They might say, no, 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 I, I would love to be the center of attention. But when they're not the center of attention and you have a mission, a path, a purpose, and you're doing something that is part of your life, it's going to make you less needy for her and it's going to make her want to chase you more. So absolutely. And I, and I, just overall, that formula is great. I think that, you know, one of the things also that stuck out to me there was, was really this idea of figuring out, you know, who you can be talking to 
and building relationships with before you need something. Because there's going to be times in your life where you are going to need something and you might know the person to reach out to, but it's going to look very disingenuous. It's like, oh, now they're reaching out. Now they're texting me. Now they're calling me. But even beyond that, I would hope that people would reach out to people to make relationships, not just because, okay, one day I'm going to need something from them. Also, because that is what life is all about. We are social creatures. We're meant to have relationships with, with people and reach out to people. And nowadays, I think that's more important than ever because we're stuck on our phones and our computers and our iPads looking at the world in this digital social way, which is not the same thing. So when I, when I hear the title of your podcast, How to Talk to Girls, well, the first thing that comes to my mind is respectfully, right? And, in, and how do you speak respectfully if you don't respect girls? You know, and a lot of guys, believe it or not, they don't respect women. And that's why they have a hard time keeping one or even getting one because they don't respect them for whatever reason. Maybe their mom didn't love them enough or whatever the case may be. But when people define certain words, their definition determines, you know, how it comes out. Like when I say respect women, like that means respect yourself. Cause, cause again, if I'm, if I'm really into a girl and I'm, and I'm scared to talk to her, why do you think that is? In my opinion, there's only one reason I'm afraid to talk to her fear of loss and fear of judgment. I'm worried about losing something I don't have. And I'm worried about her judging me. And the only reason is because I don't have a good enough opinion of myself. I need her validation to make me worth something. And that's why I say, just turn around, go look in the mirror and work on yourself. Guys, if you start to work on yourself and forget talking to women, you'll talk to more women than you can handle. It's when they don't, it's when you're not looking to talk to them is when you talk to them. Trip, we used to go out, me and my guy friends back in the day, we used to go out trying to get, you know, trying to get chicks. We would very rarely get chicks when we were going out to get them. It was always when we were out not getting them that we got them. We were in the bar. We were having fun. We were laughing. We weren't paying attention. We weren't looking. We weren't making the rounds. We were freaking there having a good time. And every time we were there, not looking, having a good time, worrying about ourselves, not caring about what everybody else was doing is when they came in droves. As soon as we went out looking for them, you know, those guys where you're, you look over and they're all, they're not talking. They're just sitting there, you know, scanning the club or, you know, it's like clearly those guys are looking for girls. They never get them. They end up at the rub and tug in the middle of the night. Why? Well, because they were so worried about getting girls, they didn't get any. So that's my point. Like how to talk to girls. Don't worry about talking to girls. Worry about talking to yourself. Worry about having a good time. Worry about learning what you value and start becoming a better version of you. So by the time you start attracting the girls that, that are be in line to talk to you, you have something to say. That's great. I mean, yeah, the foundation is the relationship you have with yourself. And if you have a bad one, it's just not going to work out. And, and that's the, the bottom line. Until you start figuring out who you are, and what there is to respect of yourself, it's just it's just not going to take you too far. You know, maybe you can fake it, but even that's going to be pretty hard, right? So you have to value yourself and what you bring to the relationship, and and when you do that, all conversations get easier. I'm curious what kind of advice you have to the guy who's totally beat up, where he's like, Brad, I'm trying, I'm trying, but I keep failing, I keep losing. I'm not making the sales. I'm not getting the girls. My life sucks. I am I'm I'm doing everything I can and it's still not working. I I think I should just give up. What would you say to that guy? The give up well, guy. Well, number 1, I would say that a lot of times in life, 
you know, the tougher it gets, the more, the really, the more worthy and valuable you are. Um, I think success rewards the brave and the bold. I believe that if it was easy, everyone would do it. And I think failure is part of the formula. You should be thankful you're getting your ass kicked so hard. And, and because again, I mean, I think that's how, you know, success weeds out the undeserving, you know, and the fact that you're getting your ass kicked so hard and you're, and you're experiencing so much failure and you've kept going all this time, you've, you're bound, you're, you're destined for something great. Otherwise you got, you would, you would have learned a few lessons and, and, and met, met someone you settled for. And by the way, folks, if you're in that position and you're out there and you're just ready to give up, you have to understand one thing. Giving up is when you fail. Okay. You can try a million times and that you, you haven't failed. Okay. The second you give up is when you fail. So I would say, you know, quit being a pussy. Okay. Start looking in the mirror, worrying about yourself. Quit worrying so much about, in this case, talking to girls. And I guarantee you, they'll stand in line to talk to you. I mean, Trip. I know you believe exactly what I'm saying, but there's people in the world that think failing, as a matter of fact, that's what they're avoiding. They don't want to fail. They feel like failure is, is rejection. Rejection is failure. Folks, Michael Jordan has failed at basketball more than I have. How about you, Trip? You think oh Michael Jackson has failed at basketball more than you have? I mean, absolutely. Okay, so there you go. Like, dude, if you're getting your ass kicked, man, you're just getting conditioned, brother. You're almost you're you're almost conditioned for greatness. That's what I'd tell him. Like, dude, you're lucky. You're totally lucky. The other day, my friend of mine he calls me. He's bummed out. I said, "What's wrong, dude?" He said, "I just got tested and I got COVID." And I said, "Would you rather have cancer?" And he said, "No." And I said, "Well, then be fucking happy, bro." Gratitude. It's all perspective, man. It can always be worse. If you're getting your ass kicked, that means the one that deserves you most is on the way. Yeah. And, and you're being conditioned. You're being, you're being molded. Okay. Great sailors come from stormy seas, man. It's all about the experiences that you're having that are going to, that are going to shape you and the reality of the game and any type of game that you're playing here. We'll even just say the game of life is, yeah, you're gonna, it's failure, or we'll say, you know, whatever, rejection or things not going exactly how you want it. That's part of it. It's just part of everything. I tell guys that you have to understand that this is the game. So you can't look at this in some sort of perfectionist mindset. It's not gonna go, you know, quote, right every single time you do it. You are gonna get rejected. You are gonna have bad days. You're gonna have those downs. But that's how it all goes, right? It's like Michael Jordan, he busted his ass to become one of the, the best uh, basketball player of all time. And it wasn't necessarily this easy road. He had to miss all those shots. He had to lose games. He had to lose championships. So it's kind of like you can sit on the sidelines, watch everyone else try, and you know, judge them for you know, missing a shot. Or you can get in there and play. I think it's more fun to play. Hundred percent. I always say, if, you know, either get in the game or take off the jersey. Right, and that's obviously going to be more rewarding when you're playing the game and when you're doing it. So yeah, and I'll tell you, you know, guys, at the end of the day, you know, sometimes you know you're 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 trying to get a girl, for example, and she doesn't like you because you know your nose is big or your 
you're freaking too short or too tall or whatever the case may be. And you're just heartbroken because this girl, this beautiful girl doesn't want you because you're not good looking enough or you're not black or you're not white or whatever the reason is. Folks, you have to understand something. Don't worry about the ones that don't want you. Okay. If you worry so much about the hate, you'll never find the love. Like love yourself. Okay. Don't worry about the ones that don't want you. If they don't like you because your nose is too big or you're too short or whatever the case is, folks, there is somebody out there that loves you just the way you are. And that's the real one you're looking for anyway. So be grateful she didn't like you. Be grateful you got turned down. Be grateful you're going through hell because that just means that, that the universe is doing its job. Just like posting on social media trip, people always ask me how, how you know, how'd you build your social media and you know how do you build a personal brand? I say, you just start posting stuff. They say, well, how do you know what to post? And I say, I don't, I just post. Well, what if people start saying this and what if people, and that's my point, you're so worried about other people's opinion because you don't value your own. Anything I post, I value. So I'm, I'm showing you what I value. And guess what that does? That invites the people that resonate with what you're saying. Like, cause yours, your, your podcast is on how to talk to girls. You heard me say, uh, uh, the line that's, that made you get me on here. See, see my point? I'm not looking for the people that didn't like the line. I'm looking for the people that did. <laughs> right. What if, I, what if I hadn't said that? What if I hadn't said what I said? You and I wouldn't be talking. 100%. And, that's, and that's the point I'm trying to make for these guys listening that are maybe, you know, getting turned down a lot or they're lonely and they just want the right one. Listen, folks, the right one will come along. You just can't be worried about the rejection along the way because not everybody is going to like you. You know, and this is what I realized a long time ago. You cannot make everybody happy. So you might as well focus on yourself, make yourself happy. And if I look at a girl and I'm like, oh my God, she's gorgeous. And I walk up and introduce myself and she's like, I'm not interested. You're ugly. You're short. Your breast stinks, whatever the case may be. I'm going to go back. I'm going to, by the way, I highly suggest you take constructive criticism. If you're breath stinks and you smell like a cigar, because I smoke cigars, and you're not as good looking as you think you should be, meaning, you know, your hair's not done, you didn't brush your teeth, you got sleep in your eyes, you're not even, you know, at all making an effort and you get turned down, that's your fault. But if you if you went and looked in the mirror and you're paying attention and you're using your best efforts to be the best person you can be and they don't like you, screw them. Don't worry about the ones that don't like you, man. You'll be so you know, out of it and, and pissed off and in a bad mood and mad at the world. If you worry about those that when the right one comes along, she's not going to like you because you're a freaking depressed little dickhead. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. That's the thing too, is you gotta just understand that most people in the world, when you put yourself out there are not going to like you and that's okay. You don't like everyone. So not everyone's going to like you and that's normal and that's completely okay. So yeah, you're going to get rejected. Yeah, you're going to have some, you know, introductions or friendships that might not work out. Or maybe you're going to post something like I have a ton of haters. I have people post comments all the time on my YouTube channel and TikTok saying how ridiculous I am or the advice I give or he's an idiot or this is wrong, yada, yada. I don't care. I'm not trying to please everybody. I'm not trying to win with everybody because I know that's not the reality. And the ones that I do, the ones that you know, the ones that are listening to this episode right now will hear my voice. Those are the ones that I'm trying to reach and that's what matters. So I look at that more. I don't take it personally. 
is, is kind of what I'm saying here. It's like, I don't take it personally. It doesn't matter if someone doesn't like me. I just want to focus on the people that are looking for this advice or a woman who, you know, does like me, a woman who, you know, would want to be with me and everyone else. It doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. So yeah, I like what you're saying here, Brad. This is, this is good stuff. Any other kind of final bits of, of wisdom or bombs that you want to share for the guys who are listening right now? You know, I, I, I best respond to questions, but you know, as I'm looking at your YouTube channel, I would, I would suggest that they go and subscribe to your YouTube channel. If they're, if they haven't already, you've got a lot of good information on here. How to, how, Ooh, there's a good one. Yeah. I mean, I would, I would recommend that they go subscribe to your YouTube channel if they haven't already. Well, thanks, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, guys, you can definitely check that out. Uh, Brad, thank you so much for coming on here. If they want to find more about you, where can they go? You got a lot of stuff. You got a YouTube channel. You got an awesome podcast in the top 200 of all business podcasts. Uh, you know, Where do you want to direct them? You know, you can find everything I'm doing at either my YouTube or my website. So either go to bradlee.tv, and that's L-E-A, or just bradlee.com. And you can find Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, all my businesses, anything and everything I'm doing, my events, where I'm speaking, where I'll, where I'll be, you know, next week, next month, next year. Awesome. We'll put that in the show notes so you guys can go ahead and check out Brad. Brad, thanks again for coming on here and sharing some of your wisdom. We appreciate it. My, my pleasure.